Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, J.B. Gilpin, here with the Lothario himself, Gray Albright. The offseason is moving along pretty quick. We're getting close to spring. How are you feeling over there? I'm all right, bro. Oh, my. Yeah, just wait till you hear the uh, the outro to hear that this is – Gray's broken or something. That's all he's been saying for five minutes. Yeah, all right, bro. Oh, my God. This is going to be the best podcast in history. Gray, do you think uh, Mike Trout's going to have a good year? Yeah, bruh. <laughs> Why do you not have Mookie Betts number two? Yeah, bruh. Oh, my God. This is... Gray, snap out of it. We need you. We need you, Gray. Gray, seriously, though, I feel like everyone at the Razzball office hates me. Nah, bruh. So... Uh, we're going to spring training. Gray and I go. Rudy's not going. No Rudy. No Sky. Oh, we need we need friends to come out to Phoenix. Come with us to spring training, don't you think? Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, I think uh, I think this is what you get for that right there. There you go. Okay, Gray Albright coming back. Normal, normal Gray. Let's go. Nah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, seriously though, what is the uh, what's? Are you gonna bring that gong to Arizona? Are uh, people coming? Are people coming to Arizona? Because if they're not coming, I don't know. I don't know, man. This used to be like a Razzball retreat, and suddenly it's like a honeymoon hideaway with me and you. <laughs> it's gonna be incredible. I'm gonna come with my carry-on with a from dog. Like a company retreat to like me, you, and champagne. <laughs> That's the only three people I need in life, baby. <laughs> what? What is? Uh, where's Slim? What's going on with Slim, your basketball co-host? Uh, what's, he's in Florida. He, he's in Florida. What? Yeah, I'm visiting him in I'm Florida to, as part I'm of my trip. Start, I'm about to start flying in, people. <laughs> it's just me and you. I can't handle me, you, and a gong for three days. <laughs> it sounds incredible to me. Every time you talk, I'm just going to gong right behind your ear. You're going like uh, to be like the guy in the <laughs> following behind the marching band in high school. <laughs> Oh. Oh. Well, I'll have you in my uh, my baby carrier. I, I can't wait to see the uh, the lift driver's face when you try and bring a gong into the car. Uh, maybe I can leave the trunk open and we can bungee cord it. Oh, it's going to be incredible. I'm looking forward to it, though. We're going to have a good time. I'm sure people will come out and see us. It's just I'm going to miss Rudy. No, Rudy. No one's coming, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
it's me and you, man. I, I feel like this is like I'm having flashbacks to like my 12th uh, birthday party when Aww. no one showed up. Uh, this is just like sad. It's like me, you, and Fudgy the Whale. <laughs> uh, quick question: Did you have a mustache when you were twelve years old? <laughs> yeah, of course. Stop, bro. <laughs> oh no! Anything <laughs> to keep that from happening again. Uh, did Did you watch the Super Bowl? That just happened. <laughs> I, I did. I watched it. I um. I was, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how uh, big of a football fan I, I am. I was watching it, and I swear to God, I was like. I was saying to Coogs, who who was convinced that it's sudden death overtime. I was like, "There's no way. Why do they have time on the clock if it's sudden death?" <laughs> <laughs> like we were, I was convinced. Like when he scored the touchdown in overtime. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was like, "Wait a second, the game's over." <laughs> so. So they get the game decided by a coin toss? That's stupid, uh, man. Well, the Falcons were stupid before that. But, yeah, well, I mean, at least they change it. It used to be uh, whatever points first could win it. So you could just go down and get close and then just kick a field goal. But now you have to score a touchdown first to win it. I hear the uh, the Falcons won the popular vote, though. They did. Like, they did. Well, I, uh, all, the, all the polling said the Falcons were going to win. I don't know what happened. <laughs> the Patriots are really emphatic on Twitter about how they uh, won that game. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I, uh, I had no rooting interest. Obviously, like everyone who had no rooting interest, I was rooting against the Patriots. But whatever. I I could really care less who won. I uh, I did. I will say it was a good game. Yeah, I was in the same boat. Pretty much the same analysis there. What did you think of the ads, though? The ads kind of sucked. Yeah, the ads were kind of lame, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, like, uh, in- inclusionary, like, uh, subliminal message. Well, not even that it subliminal. It wasn't subliminal. Very overt <laughs> message. There's a lot of, inclu- like, let's include everyone, uh, like, underlying all <laughs> the, uh, the commercials, but... I mean, which is fine. I mean, I'm fine with that. I don't care. Uh, I mean, I do care, but, you know, it's like the uh, there was not much funny to be had in the no. commercials. I, uh, I was a little bit disappointed. I thought the I thought the best commercial was probably the Melissa McCartney one. But yeah, that seemed to be kind of I, I had a clear favorite commercial and it was no question. Um, it was in a local commercial for your car dealership around the corner from your house. <laughs> no, it had, it was a it was a TV show commercial. Raleigh Honda. <laughs> Woo! We have great car dealerships around here. Greg. I love Raleigh Honda. Come on down, yeah, yeah, JB. Oh my God, where do you think I live? <laughs> on the south somewhere. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, it's, take, the, the, take it easy, bro. The guy from Deliverance isn't selling my cars. Jeez. <laughs> Raleigh Honda. Uh, I'll make him squeal like a pig for this Honda. But the best commercial was clearly the Stranger Things season two commercial. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good call. But it was like, it was good. And I'm I'm pumped for the second season, but on the other hand, it was like 
at the end of it, I turned to Coogs, and I was like, did I just say Halloween? I know, that's what most Are we going to make it to next October? Are we sure? All the other commercials are telling me we're not making it to October. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> um, but what was really cool, too, is on Twitter, the Stranger Things Twitter started retweeting people upside down. Ah, that's funny. Like their, uh, yeah, their text written upside down. Hey, uh, yeah, I did like the first season. And I am looking forward to the second one. But that shit is far off, man. <laughs> that's I like know. A, that's like, a, we got like a whole baseball season between now and Stranger Things. Look at you trying to segue us to baseball. Who are you right now, Gray? You're the one trying that to, keeps trying us to bring, I'm trying to, trying to put this shit back on track, <laughs> homie. Uh, so on today's show, we're going to talk about some news that hit over the past couple of weeks. But the majority of the show, I get to yell at Gray for his ranks and how wrong they are. Oh, that's my favorite part of any season. Oh man, I le- I I legit just laugh there when I whenever I, the the slow clap is just like <laughs> it's per it's perfect. Oh. It's, it's such a it's 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 like perfectly encapsulates the enthusiasm that goes along with it. <laughs> podcast <laughs> not quite excitement it's kind of a <laughs> oh slow plotting log all right uh some uh some news from the past couple weeks of course right after we recorded our last show news broke that jose de leon was traded to the rays for logan forsyth uh do you like forsyth i mean where whereabouts do you have him ranked i don't know if you've gone that far yet uh wow you're you're really paying attention to the old site huh um yeah i have i have well i, was I have ex- ranked the infielders um well, i didn't know uh, if you'd addressed his move of teams or any of that stuff i yeah yeah no uh, i've yeah. done that as well <laughs> hey i write for a whole sport of the site too so it's not like i'm just putzing around and <laughs> willfully ignorant i i am willfully ignorant i'll admit that <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I did. I, uh, I went over the second baseman, um, January 20th. <laughs> so, oh, that I was before this Logan trade. Foresight, and I, uh, I have updated his okay. projections and what I, uh, you know, my thoughts on the trade. Um, essentially, I don't think it really changes his value other than he's going to get more counting stats being on the Dodgers because it's a better lineup, obviously. Yeah. So, I like it. I like the move for him. I like. I don't mind him if it's the right price. I uh, have gone like I read somewhere. Um, I think it was Fangraphs. I don't know. I read somewhere that people were compare saying he was like a cheap Dozier, which seems yeah. which seems ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, no offense to whoever wrote that. I don't even remember where I wrote it, so that's fine. But uh, yeah, that's. I don't think that's accurate. In the least, um, I think uh, I think Foresight is a solid like fifteen to eighteen homer, eight eight to twelve steal guy with uh, decent counting stats because he's going to be on the top of the Dodgers order. So yeah, it's it's good. I mean, he's fine for uh, for fantasy. If uh, a closer person, I would probably compare him to is someone like a uh, Pedroia or a Carpenter. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the Petroya one makes sense. I mean, he's going to score a lot of runs. Or, but... or, uh, or Zobras, too. You know, like guys yeah. that are not, not huge power, not huge steals. Oh, yeah, just um, generally skill set. Yeah, Carpenter, I, I, don't, I think his 
his power is going to come down this year a little bit, so that's why I mentioned him too. But he probably has a, a bit more power and a bit less speed. But, yeah, um, Foresight, Pedroia, Zobrist, uh, that sort of kind of idea. Uh, on the flip side, De Leon goes to the Rays. Um, I don't think there's been anything official. We think he's probably going to start in AAA and then yeah. get called up. That's the plan. Yeah, AAA probably June, July to the Rays. Or I guess it depends on if Alice Cobb can hold up or if they get hit by another injury. But yeah, as of right now, the Rays pitching isn't likely that bad. Um, it's uh, Archer, Odorizzi, Cobb, Snell, uh, Andres. I yeah. think uh, I think that's that's pro- that could hold. For the season if they were to stay healthy but you know guys always get injured at some point so De Leon will probably be up at some point maybe June maybe July depends on when the need arises I uh yeah I like De Leon I haven't quite gone over him yet uh in my rankings I'm still in the middle of the uh the starter rankings but maybe by the time people have listened to this I will have done it already uh yeah De Leon's solid I like him I think uh you know, he's like going to be like any other rookie pitcher, where it could be any, any you can get anywhere from, you know, great to terrible within the matter of two starts. So it's yeah. har- hard to rely on him, but yeah, I, I do like him. I think, uh, I think probably a big pitcher. He's uh, yeah, he's a decent keeper in in uh, deep leagues and uh, dynasty leagues. I, I think. Uh, he could have a bright future. He's worth uh, holding on to, even with the move to the Rays. Yeah, gets a good park. Um, mm-hmm. Random side note: I'm gonna love Blake Snell this year. I'm getting a little bit of work done on my uh, my Rays. I did a, I actually did a sleeper post for him about a month ago. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan. All, all he needs is a that little bit of control, and he'll be huge. So we'll be. On yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, the control is. Probably, I don't know if it's going to come this year, but I think he could still be valuable this year, even if the control is over a 3-5 walk per nine. Uh, last year he was around a 5, which is obviously terrible. But if he can get to a 3-5 walk per nine, I think he could be really valuable even this year. Yeah, I agree. Um, one thing I realized we missed when we did all of our big news is uh, Michael Saunders signing with the Phillies. I mean, it's not huge, but I mean, he's a guy that he was must own and really good for the first half last year when the Blue Jays ended up with 24 homers and hit 253. It was looking a lot better until he fell off in the second half. Uh, you know, moves to a, a good pitcher's park again. Any uh, interest there? Um, uh, no, not especially. I think he's uh, a platoon guy for the Phillies. Un- unfortunately, it's not going to be a platoon where he starts April through June and then sits from July through September. <laughs> that, would, that would be a, probably a better platoon that for him. That would be but... more opportune, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be an opportune platoon. Opportune. That's a portmanteau. Oh, yeah, look at you pronouncing the French really well. Uh, we. Oh, oui. <laughs> um, a couple other signings that have happened in the past couple weeks. Uh, the Rockies signed Greg Holland. Sadden often? Uh, I think uh, Altavino is the closer for right now. But if uh, 
you know, if he doesn't, I think there, it's an open, it's probably an open job. It's probably 60-40 Altavino in the spring. And if he, if uh, Altavino gets hit around in March then and Holland pitches well, then Holland could easily become the closer as of, you know, as soon as there's an opportunity because of uh, Altavino's struggles. But I, I think Holland is a setup man as of right now. Yeah, that might, that might be that way. He's coming off Tommy John, so you know who knows if he's going to be. I mean, you, one guy I'm not drafting at all is Kelvin Herrera. Oh my god, the Royals are just churning through these great closers, and they only last like a year or two. You had yeah. Holland, and then Wade Davis, and now Herrera's next. I think he's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel the opposite on that. To be honest, I think he's probably going to be cheaper and valuable because. The Royals do, you know, like Wade Davis was great in his first year, and then, and then they they burned him out. So let them use Herrera and be great, and let Herrera be great this year, and then next year when he's overvalued, he can, you know, then he can collapse, and we could ignore him. But this year, I'm not ignoring I, Herrera. I was I was more in jest, trying to predict. Ah, you're picture. being facetious. Ah, JP, you got me. <laughs> you got me with your real subtle jokes. Predicting pitcher injuries is so annoying <laughs> and foolish. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, sometimes <laughs> it's a little easier than others. Like when guys go up, uh, you know, 80 innings from the previous year, it's like, uh, yeah, so everyone on the Mets staff's arm fell off. Yeah, that probably yeah. is not that surprising. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but, yeah, and the uh, Phillies are – that that bullpen could be an utter mess, or there could be good value in Naris. Uh, it depends, I guess, whether whether or not they go with Benoit. I don't know, yeah. or or even Gomez supposedly might get a look see in uh, the spring. Uh, underrated guy, a little bit of bias because I own him in our Aria League. Edebre Ra- Ramos, he's really good. Oh yeah, okay. But well. he's not going to get saves yet. But he could be in the mix at some point. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I I would have put money on it that you were going to say a brewer. So I'm I'm happy. I'm happy you did. <laughs> Neftali Felice is the best closer in baseball. Oh, oh man, see, I, I I'll take the blame for bringing them up. You that's, yeah, you only uh, have yourself to blame this. Time. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> probably true. I think that's a uh, isn't that Plato? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that is true. We only have ourselves to blame. <laughs> um, sticking with the Royals, Jason Hamill signs with. Well, because we did Royals that, a second ago. That may not actually. That may not have been Plato. That might have been Alan Thick and Growing Pains. I, uh, I'm not sure. Either I, either one. I thought you were going to say it was from Socrates and uh, Bill and Ted's Socrates, Adventure. Yeah, it might, it might have been Socrates Brito. <laughs> He's a he's a philosopher in that burrito. <laughs> he's, a, he's the only baseball player that also wears a toga under his uh, uniform. <laughs> oh, that that thing gets really hot and chafy in summer. <laughs> chafy, <laughs> chafy, chafy is a good adjective. All right, then continue. Uh, Jason Hamble signs with the Royals. Um, any uh, any interest there? Yeah, I mean, I think for a a safe guy later on in drafts i don't mind him i uh actually i went over him today and i think i think he's got a little bit of like uh 
not necessarily sleeper value, but kind of like back end of a fantasy pitching staff value for if you have a lot of upside. Like if you took like McCullers and Guzman and Taiwan Walker and you're like, holy crap, I'm either going to be so good or so awful. Then you take someone like Hamill and he can balance that out a little bit. I think there's some you know, safe value with Hamill. I don't, I don't necessarily think there's any upside really, but I think, uh, I think there could be something there. And well, the safety ends once it gets to the second half, cause he always falls apart in the second half. Yeah. Well, that's true. But if you can get that far, I mean, then you sort of have an idea of what a guy's yeah. doing. That's why, I, uh, I tend to like, uh, I tend to stream more in the second half because of reasons like that. You sort of have an idea of what's going on with guys at that point. Don't lie to everyone. You don't stream more in the second <laughs> half. You stream 20 moves a day. You just churn through the whole waiver wire to put them all on waivers. <laughs> See, that's not exactly true. You're li- you are lying to people because what I do is I'll <laughs> – I'll see, I'll be like, uh, it'll be Monday morning, for instance, and I'll be like, oh, uh, you know, uh, Yasmani Grandal's not playing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stream Rupp. So I pick up uh, Cameron Rupp for, uh, you know, to, for a catcher slot. Then, it like, then, like, literally 25 seconds later, I'll be like, oh, wait, the Phillies aren't playing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I need to pick up a different catcher. <laughs> so, so I pick up Austin Hedges, and I'm like, oh, Crap, the Padres aren't playing either. Oh, uh, let me see. Maybe I should check schedules first. So I like I spend a good like four hundred moves on catchers. <laughs> Just catchers and being sure you got the right one. Okay, yeah, all right. I do. I, I spend a lot on that. Um, starting pitcher, I don't stream that heavily uh, unless I really am feeling it. Like I I do I send a, a pull back on streaming pitchers unless the uh, Either the stream meter's all about it, or I'm um, I'm just like really confident in it. And uh, but I like I'll tend to like I remember last year with Danny Duffy, I picked him up to stream him, but then when he pitched well, I held on to him, and then I ended up holding on to him for like three months. Like I'll I'll do that more than just straight streaming pitchers. Um, but yeah, <laughs> agree with that. And you're, we're talking about RCL, which is ESPN standard, which has a eight, 180 start limit for starters. Is that right? Yeah. 180 starts and, uh, it's day of moves. So you can kind of, you get an idea of who's playing. You, you can see the lineups before you make the moves. Yeah. Even, even though, like I just said, I, I tend to just grab people and just drop them, even though I don't know what the hell's going on yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, n- another royal signing they got brandon moss uh yeah. i haven't looked at espn yet is he uh dh only or does he get first base i, don't know uh, if you know. I think he's uh i think he's first base and outfield if oh, really? I, uh, yeah i think so don't I, you know what i'm not 100 percent sure i think so though uh, uh well that's a little interesting then 28 home runs last year I mean, it's it's a late round say, source of power. Yeah, he's out. He's outfield and first base. He played seventy two games at outfield and sixty four at first base. So. Okay. Well, I mean, as your fifth outfielder in a RCL league, I think you yeah. could do no, worse. Someone, yeah, someone either will draft him or he'll be picked up at some point for sure. But he's going to platoon with uh, a whole array of crap over in uh, Kansas City. So. I don't know. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to watch to make sure he's in the lineup because they got Cole Brett, uh, Orlando. Uh, 
and other guys you don't really care about. Yeah. Is Peter O'Brien, he's still there technically, right? Uh, yeah, as of right now, he's in the, uh, he's in AAA on the depth charts, but mm. I think he'll, uh, I think he'll probably come up pretty early, if not start the lead, start the year in the, uh, in, with the team on the, on the, uh, 25, but I guess we'll see. Uh, last one I got is, uh, the Rays signed Colby Rasmus, another guy that for a stretch was really usable. Maybe he finds something again with the Rays. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he could. I think he's also a platoon guy at this point. Yeah, I mean, both um, these last guys are lefties, so they're going to get majority of at-bats. Right, yeah. No, he'll be on the strong side of the platoon for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, I don't... You know, he's kind of a guy that feels like he's on and off waivers the entire season. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's fine for power if uh, he has a good matchup. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you knew of any other news I missed in that. I don't know. I tried to get it off in the past couple weeks. I don't know. I mean, I think you, you know, from uh, Michael Saunders to Kobe, Kobe Rasmus, these are huge moves. <laughs> um, I, 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 could we have missed anything <laughs> other than that? I don't know. Chris, Chris Medlin signed. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I saw a bunch of smaller ones even than this. Sergio, you know? Sergio Romo to the Dodgers. Oh, uh, like, yeah, Romo. I don't know how small we're going here. Kobe <laughs> Rasmus is kind of small. So. Uh, Romo should be a really good hold source again. That's yeah. Any, uh, are they still married, him and Jessica Simpson? Or are they, are they No, together? no. They're apart now. After, uh, after Simpson came to the uh, Giants game and started uh, – you know, flaring her Cowboys jersey around. Everyone's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you're, you're up on the gossip. You you love celebrity gossip. Oh, I try. Especially the celebrity gossip from 10 years ago, Craig. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Uh, let's get into your ranks, Craig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it, boy. Uh, all right. So we're going to go through your top 20 uh, we haven't really planned this out, so we're just gonna, I like, I like kind of the fly-by-night approach to parts of our podcast. It's fun. We'll see what happens. All right. You're, uh, you're, uh, you're implying that other parts are not fly-by-night. Yeah, that's a good point. This is a very professional <laughs> operation we have here. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike Child, number one. I'm glad you didn't do anything too crazy to start completely <laughs> with you. Uh, you have them projected for 326. It's pretty uh, pretty aggressive. That would tie his career high. Mm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you put a lot of thought into that average projection. <laughs> um, say, I mean, you say not to prepare, and then you start throwing me curveballs <laughs> and make it seem like I should have prepared. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, he's got he walks it. A shit ton. He doesn't. He doesn't strike out that much. He has. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's he's been great for average his whole career. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you also have him with thirty seven homers. That would be a career high. One hundred seventeen RBIs would be a career high. So, uh, you, you think uh, he can even take another step forward, which would be good for me. I own him in a dynasty league, which is fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised we're debating Mike Trout. I mean, he's wonderful. Uh, Okay, fine. Moving on. No, what? no, 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 no. no. I don't, I, I'm not trying to shut you down. Yes, you I, are. I, I want to open you up. 
what? I don't know. Don't try and imply that I'm saying things that I'm not saying. I mean, you know, I'm trying to uh, help you expand your, uh, I, I don't know. Oh, my God. It sounds like you're trying to roofie me right now. It's... I am. <laughs> Drink the gin and tonic. <laughs> expand your horizons. Um, all right. So let's get to mistakes. You're... Take this peyote, you bastard. <laughs> This is what Phoenix is going to turn into. <laughs> uh, all right. That doesn't fit in the lift truck. All Leave right. it in the hotel, JB. <laughs> all right. Your your ranks are completely messed up after Trout at one. They're just a, they're just a travesty. Wow, we, were together, we were simpatico there for like a sec, huh? Oh, so you've got Goldschmidt ahead of bets. Defend yourself. <laughs> Um, I don't know. There's so many bets I was going to drop even lower. Um, wow. there's, there's problems with bets that I didn't really, I didn't really get into that much because I feel like he, he's so young and I don't, I don't like to doubt guys that are on the rise. <laughs> like it's not, it's not really a uh, smart strategy to go against people that are peaking you want to you want to sort of go against people that are on the on the decline and Betts is I wouldn't say he's on the decline but he did have a ton of last year he led the league for uh homers that were just barely enough to make it out of the park well, not that he can't do it again or that he can't get stronger he he can he can I mean I don't I don't think Betts is necessarily a bad pick I just worry that he might he we might see a small da, uh backstep from uh Mookie. Um I think I think his power might have been slightly above where we're going to see uh this year uh compared to last year. But I don't I don't I don't really hate bets. Now as for Goldschmidt why I had him in front of him, I think Goldschmidt is just I think he's money in five categories. He uh last year he stole 30 bases. Uh, excuse me, um, he stole 32 bases last year. Uh, he only hit 24 homers, but, I mean, you've seen Goldschmidt. He's not a 24-homer guy necessarily. He's easy 28 homers uh, to 35 homers. Uh, and he's also, he's great with, uh, you know, he walks. He's good for average. He's going to be great for runs and RBIs. He's in a great park. I don't have – and first base is a lot more shallow than it's been in previous years. I, I like Goldschmidt a lot. If I could take anyone at second – it's a second pick, I'm definitely taking Goldschmidt and, and over guys like Betts and Bryant, who I, who I do like. I just – I think Goldschmidt's the, the pick there. All right. I'd still have Betts number two and hate to be nitpicky on you, Gray. Well, you have – Goldschmidt projected for one more run, but Betts projected for one more homer, six more RBIs, eight points better than average in the same steals. <laughs> so, what's, so what's your point? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I think projections... I know, projections I know. Only, yeah, well, no, it's important to say this, though. I think projections are only part of the story. You know, like I say in, in the blurbs and when I write about players, it's not necessarily... The projections aren't saying everything. There's a lot, there's more risk with some players, and anyone who thinks there's more risk with Goldschmidt than Betts, you know, needs to have their head examined. But Goldschmidt is so rock solid. He's oh, he's been good, you know, for 
four, four or five years now. And the only down year really was when he got injured that one year. I think it was 2014. Um, Betts, on the other hand, is good. But there's a, there's a little bit more risk with yeah. Betts than there is goals. Okay, Betts, so. I can agree with that. Uh, one thing you did say, though, is that first base isn't deep. Outfield yeah. is not deep at all, especially in five outfielder leagues. Yeah, I, that's yeah, that's fair. I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. I think outfield, if you have three solid outfielders, you can get a fourth off of waivers at some point, and the fifth one you could sort of stream. stream. Uh, yeah. Whereas first base. You got to have a good first baseman, otherwise you're screwed. You can't. It's hard to find a good first baseman off of uh, yeah, that's true. Favors. and also you can't stream first base, or you're just you're you're not going to win your league if you're streaming first base. For sure, I feel like in the RCLs, I've had a tough time maintaining three good outfielders, though. So I don't know. I just feel like the position's drying up while there's like thirty really good second basemen somehow all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I agree with your number four, Chris Bryant. He's going to hit a ton of home runs. There's another guy on the upswing. Would you, uh, would you have gone Trout, Betts, Goldie, Bryant? Trout, Betts, Goldie, Bryant. Yep, I would do those th- that four. So just flip-flop in your two and three. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I meant to have this up earlier. I'm pulling up our, uh, our mock draft we did at the end of last year. Do you remember that? Yeah, I I looked at it at one point while I was doing the rankings, and then I was like, "Wow, that's not really how I, I don't really agree with myself from three months ago." <laughs> so I, uh, I put it away. Um, I don't have it in front of me. I do remember we did it though. I mean, I uh, yeah. I, I I knew I knew there was something uh, there was something done <laughs> that yeah. was considered a mock draft. I also know that when we were doing it, I. I hadn't prepared at all, so. <laughs> well, did you prepare when you put these ranks together any different? Yeah, no, I mean. I'm just me, kidding. I'm yeah, just no, this took me a while. I, I know. Ranks, ranks take forever, yeah, man. not easy. Ran- yeah, I know what that's like. Shit. Unlike some people. Like, you do, um, not you, <laughs> not you, I mean the collective you. Like, if you do just list names, it's a lot easier than actually writing, like, your thoughts on people. Um, oh, yeah. It, it can become, yeah. I, I know <laughs> that's like a basketball. You're welcome. And I, again, mean the collective you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I took uh, Altuve fourth instead of Bryant when we did the mock. But, uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think, I think Bryant's probably clear number four. Altuve, I like a little bit. Steals decline a little bit. It looks like you're projecting, but should be a solid number five. Uh, Nolan Arenado, six. We love our uh, course players. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I think uh, anywhere else, and he's probably Trumbo, but I like I like him. You know, core, you can't argue with cores. I mean, it's it's hard to. <laughs> you know, like I don't think Arenado is definitely the the greatest fantasy player because he doesn't get you any steals, and he is kind of relying on RBIs and runs and uh, average. But in cores, it's really hard to argue with getting any of that stuff. So yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's it's definitely. I think he's uh, boosted by cores, but I do like him. Uh, Rizzo, uh, you have seventh, Machado eighth. Uh, agree pretty much with that order. And I think that's your pretty much your consensus top eight or so. 
Uh, well, there's one guy that that creeps in there some, but you've Donald got Bryce. Man. You got Bryce Harper nine, and the guy that creeps in sometimes a little higher some is Josh Donaldson. So why do you yeah. not like Josh Donaldson? Is it more like they're just kind of closed and you're putting the older one last? Or I think uh, no, I don't. I don't like Donaldson uh, all that much because. Uh... I'm sorry. I was just looking at our mock draft from September. See, this isn't. This is tough to even use as a, uh, you know, a, a, uh, to even look at for us first because uh, it's me and you going. Like I couldn't. This isn't even my top twenty. I so know. Well, like, I mean, things change. It's hard change. to even use this as a. Uh, as really like some sort of standard to go off of. Um, well, it's, it's not supposed to be a standard. I'm just using it as an extra talking point. Don't don't talk like this is some like well put together thought out plan. Come on. No, it, it is. You you were making a plan. Um. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back Donaldson. I think has a few issues that it's like. Okay. Age isn't age isn't on his side. Okay. Sure. There's um, I don't I don't think the lineup has gotten worse in Toronto. Yeah, that that was the big thing that changed. I took him sixth in our mock whatever thing. I'll link this in our podcast. So you can see it while you listen. But uh, I just like him because he scores so many friggin' runs. But yeah, now without Edwin, uh, I know they got Bautista back, but he's older. The, the whole lineup just doesn't feel quite as good anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, Batista is, I don't, I think Batista is so, um, I just don't think he's trustworthy for even a hundred games at this point. And, uh, he's all just power and nothing else. Uh, and you know, like, uh, you know, they have what, uh, Travis too low at the top of the line. I like, I do like, uh, Travis. I, uh, I wrote a sleeper on him, but, uh, Devin Travis, I, uh, I don't love Tulo and Donaldson needs, you know, Donaldson's had like back to back years of 700 plate appearances. He's older now. So if he were to miss even 15 games, you know, suddenly you're talking about a guy uh, who's, you know, then all his counting stats come down immediately because the lineup's not as good. The counting stats are going to come down anyway, likely Uh, last year. He walked a ton because already the lineup was starting to look worse for the Blue Jays, so they everyone was walking him. So, you know, I mean, if he goes down to 32 homers and six steals and a 280 average, that's that's solid. But is that really first-round value? Uh, eh. It's okay if it comes with 120 runs. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think I don't think it's coming with 120 runs. So that's uh, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, you you docked his runs a ton, 122 each of the past two seasons that you took yeah. down to 95. So I have so many browser windows open. I have, dude. I I'm having a hard time keeping up. Did I did I do that? <laughs> yes, you docked um, him almost 30 runs. Oh yeah, I see it now. Yeah, okay, yeah, I took down his runs. I <laughs> I def, I definitely did. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean that's due to the lineup. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I I don't disagree with what I have there. I think that's pretty much what he is. 32 homers, six steals, and 287 is what I have him down uh, projected as, which yeah. is. 
that's sort of what I, I even off the top of my head when I was just saying it. I think that's what I just said too. I think I thought you were reading off your yeah, projection. No, I wasn't reading it. I I didn't have the window open, or I did have it open, but I was it was like underneath the window for like. Betty White's nude pics from 1920 or something. I was like, I, I, I had other windows open. Uh, okay, let's move on to the top 20. Uh, all right. Number 11, uh, Miguel Cabrera. Interesting uh, value there. I think he's No. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no it is. It, it, it was interesting value. Okay. All, all right. right. No. <laughs> For some reason, he went 15th in our mock, but... Uh, I still think there's good value, and then all right, you're starting to you're starting to steal my thunder by putting Trey Turner so high. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, when I took I him, mean, I didn't know he was your thunder. When I, when I took him 16th in our mock thing, I think you were like, "Wow, <laughs> wow, wow." <laughs> you can't do that. I was drinking. You can't, <laughs> you can't do that. I was uh, I was in the middle of drinking this. I was sipping my coffee here, and you're. <laughs> And you made me laugh. Um, yeah, Trey Turner. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't prepare for the mock draft in September. Uh, <laughs> you can't go by that. Just let that go, man. Seriously, let it go. I'm not it's letting. I'm just using it as a talking no, point. And have no, you... I don't. We don't. We don't need that talking point. Let it go. <laughs> have you gotten any uh, flack for putting Trey Turner so high? No, not at all. <laughs> I have anything, I've been shocked about how little flack I've gotten. Yeah, for. yeah. I, I think uh, I, I think the consensus is out that Trey Turner is a top 15 pick. It's just a matter of where you have him in the yeah. top 15. And anywhere from, I think, as high as 9 to as low as 16 is pretty much where Trey Turner's been sitting in most rankings and drafts I've seen. I did a, uh, I did a mock draft. The other day with um, CBS, the uh, uh, Scott White, um, and uh, it was basically it was pretty much me and like eleven other CBS writers, <laughs> which was really uh, it, it, it was odd because I was the only one who was like there. <laughs> what? Can you hear that? What? What? Hear what? I've heard nothing. You don't hear anything? No, what's happening? Oh, that's weird. I can hear, uh, I just opened CBS and there is like a autoplay ad. Oh, it's... You know, like really? Autoplay ads at CBS? And uh... people get on round ball for having too many ads. That's lame. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, I think Trey Turner went around, I don't know, maybe 16 or 17. I, I wow. closed I closed the window fast because it was autoplay. <laughs> you can so keep it open. Know. It's not coming through. Oh, uh, it was but. distracting for me. So <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no, I was like, I was in this mock draft, and uh, Scott uh, White from CBS, he emailed me, and he's like, hey, I need I need another person. I was like, yeah, all right, sure. I mean, I don't have to really pay attention when I'm doing this. I just have to be, you know, at my computer, I guess. So, and I figure it's a mock draft. So it's going to, I mean, how slow could it go? So I'm like, I, I think people might be able to see the, uh, the draft room chat room too. <laughs> the chat room is basically me screaming, let's go. Someone make a pick. <laughs> I was losing my shit. Like, seriously? Like, to the point where 
like Scott was like, uh, man, take it easy. People, other people have like jobs that they're at. I'm like, oh, all right, fine, whatever. And then he, and I was like real pissy. So I was also hungry. Oh, hung, hung, uh, I was cranky. I was crunchy, cranky and hungry. Um, there, or, there's or, a, or hangry, there you go. That's a popular say. tween word. Don't pretend no, like you don't know no, it. No, no, no. I say crunchy. Anyway, so I was like, my bad. I'm just, you know, I'm hungry, and you people got me on my computer. It's like, and, and, and so anyway, long story short, I see the next day when he posts the uh, mock draft, it was all other CBS people. It's like, what job? Are, this is their job, isn't it? <laughs> this is the job they're at. Uh, apparently they do mock drafts while doing other stuff. I, oh, I don't my know. God. Why <laughs> you got to troll all the big sites, Craig? I don't know. I'm not even trolling them. I'm just saying, like, you ask, it's like it's a mock draft. You don't need 90 seconds per pick. Let's go. <laughs> I am literally still mad about this nine days later. Okay. Nine days ago. <laughs> oh, my God. You are the most curmudgeon <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, okay, there, is so. no, there is no grudge small enough that I cannot hold. <laughs> Um, all right, what's next? Uh, well, I was just going to say, Trey Turner, I think uh, I couldn't take him any, over any of the top ten. I like your top – I think your top ten is pretty, pretty locked in, so I liked your, your ten there. You shuffle a couple, but uh, Carlos Correa, I don't know, man. Like, he's got <laughs> upside. He's okay. I think he's going to be more okay than great. I don't know. I like him a lot. I think uh, I think it's a twenty five twenty guy. Um, easy. I, I like the upside too. I think this is a, this is the kind of thing where I, I feel like we could potentially come back here in August and be like, "Hey, remember when you were against Carrera? Uh, you suck." Well, let's let's put this in. I'm, I'm saying against. I say in... we put this in the time capsule. Oh, Do we my... have special music for that? Rise Bowl time capsule. <laughs> I've got some music. No, 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 that's Joe Ross music. Oh my God. No. You literally have that on the ready at all times. Who knows when you need it? Anytime I walk into a, ru- a room in a public place, I have this big boom box and I announce my entry. Everyone's always got everyone's always got a face like like Bill Belichick <laughs> whenever you walk into a room. He always looks like someone farted in an elevator, doesn't he? Like, what is he so pissed off about? It's a fart that, like, doesn't smell awful. It has something weird to it that you can't really describe, (laughs) you know? Like like Limburger cheese. Yeah, yeah, it's like, would I eat this? Oh my god, that gave me a great idea. There should be a reality show called The Fart Detective. And someone goes around and tries to figure out what you ate after you farted. You took this podcast to a really highbrow level there. What are you uh, talking about? Oh, because I'm giving out great ideas for people who might be listening? Oh, yeah. That is highbrow. You're right. Uh, Korea, I just think, is more like a bottom of the second round than top of the second round. That's all what I'm you, saying. What you, okay. So what do you disagree with out of 25, 20, 275, which is what I have them at? Uh, I think the Steels are a little high. He only had 13 last year. The uh, Astros, other than Altuve, like Springer didn't can run I, much. Can I, can I rebut? Are you going to let me rebut? Are, are you going to let me finish my sentence? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead and rebut. I don't care. I'm going to rebut. <laughs> 
Uh, that reminds me of a documentary I saw. No, no, no. You can't say, can I rebut? Oh, let me tell you about this documentary. What? No, I'm rebut. So he had 13 steals last year. But he is also, he didn't steal for six weeks because he had a knee injury. The year before, he had 14 steals in only 99 games. You're an easy 20 steal guy. Go to sleep. Uh, he could. Um, what was his run? 76 runs last year? You've got him up to 98? Yeah, well, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a riser. Uh, you know, <laughs> he's a grower, not a shower. Is that, is that where you're going with that? Um, I don't know, 275, it's just, none of, none of that, I think, screams I need to, you know, go above some of the other guys you've ranked here. Like, uh, I want, I want Charlie Blackman more. I think you're, you're not, you're not, you're not coursing enough Charlie Blackman. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right. I, we'll see. We'll see in August when I come back and I'm like, Come on, you Please do exactly that. <laughs> I am. I want that. I want that uh, soundbite. Where's the wave file? <laughs> uh, you got Odor fourteenth. I know you love Odor. Another guy that I, I know that it's been a couple years now that he can maintain not walking at all and still being okay and still being really good. Sorry. But, Sorry, but. Sorry, but. <laughs> oh, good lord! As long as you don't talk about this goddamn documentary. <laughs> Uh, I think this is going. I have no idea what you're going to use for the title of this uh, <laughs> for this podcast because we have so many great lines. <laughs> this is going to be a tough one for you. Uh, I just want to say, Odor <laughs> is 23, and he had a season of 33 homers and 14 steals last year. Yeah. I mean, come on! How is that a, not a second rounder? He, I see everywhere he's not, and this is not just you. I'm seeing everywhere Odor is not being drafted in the second round, and I just don't get it. I mean, he is so clearly a second rounder for me. Like um, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time with why he is not, just because of the walks. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. It's it's the same as Correa. Don't don't paint me into a corner, baby. <laughs> Um, that I think he's more bottom of second round than the top part. Um, you know, twenty one point four percent Ks to three percent walks. I mean, that's just like I don't know how he, the Babbitt didn't look like it was crazy. His OBP was under three hundred. It just seems like a couple bad bounces because he can't walk and get on base, and you know he's a twenty homer, ten steal guy that hits two fifty. I mean, oh wow. I, I, I'm just I, that's like the the basement. Um, Ow! I don't know. It, a couple <laughs> bad bounces that you're, you have him projected for 281. I don't know if he's gonna hit that kind of average. Yeah, I think he is. All right, moving on. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, Freddie Freeman, you've got 15th. I like Freeman a good bit as well. I think that's a, a solid ranking. All right. Uh, George Springer, are the Steels coming back? No rebut necessary. All right, you have him projected for 10 steals. 32 homers, though. He's a guy that I think, you know, might have upside to hit. You have him projected for 255. I, I know he's got strikeout issues of his own sometimes, but I'm looking up his K rate right now. It's not bad. 23.9. Tw- uh, yeah, 24%. Not bad. Not bad. You know, the, the Ks went down, the walks went up last year compared to 2015. Not dramatically. Uh, a little bit. You know, you'll take you'll take a little bit. You know, his batted went way down, which is uh, attributed as his uh, average drop. 
I think I think you're a little pessimistic with his average there. All right. <laughs> I think uh, I think you could be right. I like him though. I like George Springer, so yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not it. All right, but my guy that I think would be towards the top of the second round more than in the middle where you have him. I mentioned him earlier, Charlie Blackman. Why do you hate him? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate him. I know man. you can't hate any of these people that you're at. I'm just trying to start drama. <laughs> don't do the drama. I want drama. Um, save the drama for your mama. <laughs> I uh, I think the only real uh, black mark against black men. Ha <laughs> ha! Ooh, ooh, ooh! A play on words. Um, I think is uh, he could be traded. That's yeah. my only. Yeah, agree. That's, um... But that's I I didn't I did I, if I really. We're dro- dropping him for him playing elsewhere. I would say he's not even in. He's not even in the third round if he were if he were going to play elsewhere. So I don't. I Trump, didn't drop him know. that much because I think he's going to get traded. But I do think last year his power was probably high for him. His his steals maybe come up a little. Um, I. You know, it's hard to dislike a guy who's going to be leading off in Colorado all year. So I don't dislike him. I just think he's probably more of a 2020 guy versus a, you know, 30, 30 guy. I think he might be more like a 2030 guy just because he had uh, plantar fasciitis crop up for him again. Maybe that is a little bit of a concern. He had something that, that cut into his steals a little bit, but... Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to get a lot of runs. He's going to, I think he's going to get more than the 67 RBIs you projected for him. I think that's kind of low. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I uh yeah, I took some time. I went over Blackman. That's where I came. That's where he that's where he landed. If you were to take him, you know, I I said um I said actually in this post, like I felt like this is a weird year where uh the top 20, everyone from even from Donaldson, I will say, from Donaldson to the twentieth rent guy, it, it, for me, were all kind of coin flips. I didn't think, like, I don't think necessarily Freeman and Donaldson are really that different. Even though you know there's uh, six spaces, uh, six spots separating them in my rankings, I think they're kind of the same. Uh, Carrera, if you were to put Carrera twentieth and Miggy tenth, and Trey Turner 18th and Freeman moved up to 12th and Blackman moved up to 15th. Like I don't, I wouldn't have necessarily that big of a problem with it. I think that's a real fluid second round this year. Okay. I, I can agree with that. Cause I mean, all these guys, I think you have ranked in the right range. I just would flip flop a couple. So yeah. And, I'm uh, with you. and just on, you know, one last thing with Blackman, his, uh, his homework per fly ball was pretty high last year. And I just, even though Coors is forgiving with power, I just, last year he hit 29 homers, and I just don't think he's necessarily a 29 homer guy. I think he's probably closer to a just around 20 homers. So, yeah. yeah. But he's not terrible. In the uh, CBS mock that I uh, I did that took four hours, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, Blackman went 10th overall. So that goes back to my point. Yeah, of, it's a little high, yeah. It is high, but it goes back to my point where it's like Donaldson threw 20 
is kind of all in the same ball of wax uh, or whatever that cliche did you, is. Uh, did you get yeah. pool holes in the ninth round? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, I got him. Uh, he went in the fourteenth round. He went. He went one fifty nine. Oh, that's so late. Uh, um, I know he's off the foot thing, but yeah. No, the I the, I think it also it says a lot that you know no one was paying attention <laughs> to the draft <laughs> as to like I wouldn't look at necessarily this mock draft as being the end all be all. I was paying attention, but. Obviously, a lot of people were like doing other things at work. So I don't know. I don't know how much you want to really weigh on this thing. Um, I think, uh, you know, I got my team, my first uh, four rounds were solid, though. I got Chris Bryant, George Springer, Lindor, and Trevor Story. That's a pretty good run. We'll get to Story in a second. Let's wrap up the ranks real quick. Uh, yeah. Starling Marte, 18th. You forever love Marte. I don't think I that, do. Yeah, I don't I think, think that's uh, wrong or anything. I, I just you just love Marte. I know that. Yeah, I do. I like him. I think he's a, a solid uh, 15 to 20 homer guy, 35 plus steals. It's uh, it's good. I, I I have no problem with Marte. Yeah, uh, hopefully his RBIs come back. 46 RBIs last year. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think I want to say Hurdle batted him uh, a lot, uh, a lot above McCutcheon. I want to say. I think that's right. Um, I think they hit him second a lot. I think so. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't have it in front of me, but that's what I. I mean, you know, based on how many RBIs he got, I would guess that's where he was hitting. Um, yeah, hopefully he moves down a little bit. And uh, Polanco moves up. I don't know. They the whole the hurdle lineups are always very questionable. Uh, I think he had Polanco fifth for a lot of yeah, the year. Yeah, that's right. And he's he not did. he's not really a five hole hitter. No. So I don't know. I uh, hmm. I probably would put Polanco, Marte, McCutcheon, then you know figure out the rest. Yeah, um, they were uh, clean up David Freeze amongst all these yeah, hitters. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Uh, but. Instead, I think Harrison leads off and eh, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Go ahead. Um, so go back and listen to the tape of our last podcast. And when I saw you put out, or maybe it was two podcasts ago, I don't know. But when you put out these ranks and you put Ian Desmond in your top 20, I said, plagiarism, sir. <laughs> Did I? Wait, you said you said plagiarism? Uh, I have to go back and listen. Uh, well... I don't know. But I said something along the lines of, I think Desmond is going to be huge. I'm going to get him in all my leagues, probably in the second round. And you're like, eh, I don't know. Like, top 25, maybe top 30. I don't know. I can't, I can't wait for to see you in Arizona. <laughs> I can leave you in. Is there a bad neighborhood in Phoenix? That's where I want to leave you. <laughs> um, and, and then you put him in your top 20 after uh, trying to de- debunk me and talking about your documentary about whales or something. I don't know what, what that was. But why do you hate, or why do you hate, why do you love Ian Desmond so much? I don't know my words anymore. Uh, why do I hate or why do I love? Uh, <laughs> I love Ian Desmond because he is a... 30, 15 guy in course. I don't He's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have no, I have no issue with Ian Desmond. I don't remember having an issue with him. I think in course, 
I wrote about him when he got when he signed with in uh, in Colorado back in whatever December. I wrote about it then, and I gave him these projections then. So I don't remember disliking him to be honest. Uh, well, but maybe compared to your like, I don't know. Maybe I thought you were going to rank him like 18th overall, and I was like, no way, he's 19th. And then we got into a faux fight. That would know. be something that you would fight me about, but. Uh... <laughs> I think your power might be a smidge high at 30. Your runs, 79 runs. He's going to have way more than that. He's going to hit over 273. He's going to have a redonkulous season, of course. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think he's uh, being undervalued big time in, in the rankings and the uh, drafts I've seen so far. He, uh, you know, he's like a, a 250 guy elsewhere. And you see what... Like, Corey Dickerson got an extra 50 points on his batting average being in course. Maybe like, it was, it was even, like 100 points. Yeah, maybe it was even more than 50. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, Desmond, uh, if you told me, like, today Desmond is going to hit 290 this year in course, I'd be like, yeah, I, mean, I can't argue with that. I mean, course is it's phenomenal for batting and for everything, for all offense. Um, so, and Desmond, like I uh, – you know, like I said, actually in the top twenty, he hit one of the <laughs> he hit one of the longest homers in Nationals Park history, uh, and it was uh, like his rookie year. He hit he hit the longest homer that year, and that was the year Adam Dunn was on the team. So he has power. He's not like a uh, you know he's not a lucky lucky to get twenty homer type guy. He's got as Ian Desmond's got some serious power. Yeah. Agree. So we both like Desmond, and then rounding out your uh, your top twenty, Trevor Story. Where did he go in our? Uh, uh, went all the way down to twenty seven in our faux mock, which is way yeah, out of date. Pretty but, close. Um, so yeah, I when we when you talked about Story in that mock, you really started selling me. Then I think you uh, you have a pretty good projection here. Thirty one homers, twelve steals. You can easily do that. Yeah, I think so too. I was. I'm surprised to see where he's being ranked uh, yeah. by a lot of other people. I guess there is there is some risk because you know he's coming back from the injury, uh, but by all accounts he's fine. His health is good. He was. I mean, he had. He almost came back the tail end of last year, so he's been really fine for the like the last three months. It's not like he's just. It's not like he injured himself in September. And he's just, he's just going to barely be ready by by uh, April. He's he should be ready to go. Yeah, uh, the Babip is going to keep his average decent, even though he strikes out too much. But the Babip will make up for it. Yeah. I'm going to like him a lot. And uh, you never bet against cores, man. That's four Rockies hitters in your top twenty. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm crazy for them right now. I I would take them all too. I don't. You know, a lot of people. Uh, I've gotten that question. That's been like a recurring theme question uh, over the years of like, oh, uh, did I take too many uh, guys from the same team? And unless it's the Padres, no. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever really buy into like too many guys from one team. It doesn't matter. Yeah, in Roto Leagues, you know, maybe you hedge on that a little bit in head-to-head because if you had like six yeah, guys on... It, if, everyone's, if everyone's got like a five-game five week, week, exactly, yeah. especially in your fantasy playoffs, then that can be really annoying. Or if you get like one rain out in the fantasy playoffs, you can be screwed, but 
And yeah. Roto, nah, it all evens out. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gray, our podcast is over. Celebrate with me. Why is Joe Ross not in your top 20, Gray? <laughs> He actually, he's, he was tied with 21 for, like, 420 other people. Oh, okay. I'll take that. He's in a, <laughs> you should do your rankings that way. Uh, every player tied in my top 500. <laughs> so I'll list them alphabetically. One, I'll do, yeah. Next year it'll be like, Mike Trout, 1A. 1A. Paul Goldschmidt, 1B. And then go all the way through AA, AB. A, yeah. <laughs> A, Z to the third power. <laughs> this isn't confusing, is it? No, no, not at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back in two weeks. Uh, we're going to do the bi-weekly, I think, one more time after that. And then we'll be starting daily. Uh, not daily. Uh, I wish. Weekly in uh, in March and be on our schedule again for that. We're going to do a podcast to- together in person. Oh, my God. I can't. Are we going to do it from the... Uh, the uh the Hyatt honeymoon retreat uh we can do it there or we could do it oh uh, my god we should t- we should do it from the uh the sauna ooh i like that idea <laughs> everyone's going to be like what are I these like, t- i like the uh well, your wheels were turning thinking about that <laughs> oh it's going to be such a great honeymoon weekend all right we'll be back in a couple weeks thanks everyone for listening and uh great i'll talk to you then man i right, then Trade sucks, bruh. What, what, I don't, what trade? I didn't do any trade. Trade sucks, bruh. If you're referencing a <laughs> hip-hop song, oh, I just gonged you accidentally. But it was well <laughs> worth it. And at a very opera... The gong has a mind of its own! It is adapted to learn everything about Gray. <laughs>